0: hola hello Facebook live people thank you yes yes send stars how about that don't forget everybody on Facebook Cranston PD live tonight we're gonna be live in the city glad it wasn't last night Glad it was not last night, as a matter of fact. My goodness. A little bit of inclement weather, to say the least. Another McKee controversy. Folks, they're they're starting to add up. There's no other way to look at it. Goodness. All right. All right, we are um two minutes, two minutes still live on the radio. <clears throat> yes, 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 yes. Good afternoon, one and all. Cranston PD Live, 8 o'clock, or maybe a few minutes beforehand. Sharp. Episode 11, right? Yes. Two minutes. Episode 11 tonight. It's going down in Cranston. Cranston. Well, folks, at 12.06 on this Tuesday, good afternoon, it is Juan, you're listening to the John DiPietro Show, it's AM 1380, and 99.9 FM, I want to welcome everybody tuning in, part of, this is the noon report, on Facebook Live, just find the page, it's John DiPietro Show on Facebook, and uh, don't forget, everybody on Facebook, tonight, back by popular demand, episode 11. Yes, episode 11, Cranston PD Live, the on-scene live stream, the on-scene live stream, tonight, 8 o'clock, we'll be once again riding Sergeant Corvese, Cranston Police Department, that's tonight at 8. For those that are not on Facebook, for whatever reason, no judgment, this is a no-judgment zone, it will be posted later on YouTube, and then also on the website, dipetro.com. And and we have now added the noon report will now also later be seen on Anchor as part of our extending partnership with Anchor. So if you log on at the website, dipetro.com, no eyes. Some people have always questioned, does that mean you're blind? No, it means there's no... Some people spell it D-I, like Depreet. It's not like that. It's D-P-T-R-O. But if you log on at DPetro.com where you see radio show, you click on that. And then it has all of our programs listed that way. Very soon, you'll be able to also see. It won't be in real time. um, But it'll now also include the video portion of our noon report live that will go in conjunction with that. So, and that's available on Spotify, and we'll also, um, expanding into iHeart, and also into Apple Podcasts, who else, I'll have to look up the whole thing, um, that's one of the uh, the goals of 2023, the never ending, are in fact, um, hey listen, you know, more and more people that discover the program, learn about the program, want to listen in or watch. The program. So I don't know why that's not happening. But anyhow, remember, it always, someone said to me, boy, it always seems like it always begins and ends on the website, dpetro.com. I said, that's a fair observation, mister. Listen to me, mister. Harry. Yes, it does begin and end at the website, has links to everything. Let me just find that. Where's the um, part that I'm. Here we go. Uh right okay yes coming soon all right we're gonna have it up on uh stitcher iheart and also apple podcast right now it's primarily on spotify and anchor spotify the big one and then you can always listen online at the website to petro.com but we are gonna now make inroads to those other areas so all right folks this portion of the program let me just double check that yes there i am All right, Um, and you see, hold on. I want to, once again, folks, I'm going to take this opportunity. It was Jeff Gamach that said, I think we should go with Anchor. And it has proven to be just a series of good decisions made by the defender of the faith, uh, the great Jeff Gamach. Folks, this portion of the program of the John DePietro Show on this Tuesday, January 24th, (coughs) excuse me, And it's brought to you by our guy. And I saw him last night. We were doing One After Dark. So we have One After Dark. We have One On Scene, which is a separate show. Then we have The Noon Report, Follow Along. And then we also have Cranston PD Live. We have four different shows running right now. We're about to add two more. Two more shows. I'll announce them very shortly. So we will... Before, well, at some point in the next 30 days, we will have six shows running, all video. And then, of course, we have the radio show. So there's no reason to give up a platform. Folks, this portion of the program, though, and I was mentioning last night, we were doing one after dark, and then there he was. The guy is tremendous. I can't say enough good things. Listen, it's in your best interest. Take advantage, free consultation. Our guy, Tom Bryan, Ameriprise Financial, call today, 401-434-1510, 401-434-1510, Tom Bryan, Ameriprise Financial, set up, all you have to do is dial that number, get a free consultation, Tommy will put you in the right direction, keep in mind, you're talking about a trusted company, Ameriprise Financial, over 125 years, Providing advice for clients unique goals help moons of Americans retire in their terms when they want But listen, this is all kind of not everything is a retirement question Sometimes there are people that are retired and they're wondering hey, you know would it hurt me if I got a part-time job or I want to put Money aside for my children's education or my grandchildren's education or a major purchase plan I'm thinking of getting a second home or a boat whatever it is folks take advantage of Crying out loud, free consultation. Our guy, Tom Bryan, 401-434-1510. Now, what time is it? All right. um, Make sure you check out the website, dipetro.com. Now, the Dolan trial. We're going to be in court later today. He is, this is the Pawtucket police officer. He was off duty, shot the unarmed teen. How desperate is the situation? He's taking the stand. And so we're going to have coverage on that. A little bit later today cranston pd live tonight and then we'll see what the dolan trial where that possibly brings us tomorrow but we will have that um on the website dipetro.com d-e-p-t-r-o.com and remember dipetro.com which is brought to you by the coesed listen everybody likes good food great atmosphere i was there not long ago 226 coesed avenue west Warwick, the coesed in now Let's get to what I consider the big story. Now, I don't know if the rest of the, quote, local media is going to understand the gravity of this. But the past 24 hours, and even going beyond that, have been, um, I I can't stress enough how much it shows the unfortunate situation we are in right now with Rhode Island, um governor dan mckee so and 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 keep in mind you know right now his priority because you always have to look at priorities right right now folks it's 13 minutes past 12 you're listening to the john dipetro show it's am 1380 and 99.9 fm a priority for the new england patriots was to hire an offensive coordinator it was very clear (coughs) excuse me very clear with Robert Kraft and Coach Belichick to hire an offensive coordinator. What's the news today? Bill O'Brien returns to New England as the Patriots' offensive coordinator. See the priority? Look at this headline. McKee is insisting join coalition, show support. This is such a bogus headline, equality in abortion coverage. Now, I want to give credit to Channel 6, actually, put together a good piece on this. Daniel Coates he's a good reporter. And I also want to praise State Senator Jessica De La Cruz. But stay with me just for a moment, because I want you to understand it comes down to priority. You know, and as I mentioned last hour, I, I just kind of found yesterday it, it was just, like, embarrassing. They're all excited about a new blanking train station. As if, you know, what is this, an episode of Little House on the Prairie? They were all excited about a train station of which, if if you drive five minutes up the road, you could just board the same train in Attleboro. All right, I get it. It's in Pawtucket Central Falls, as if that's necessary. I like the people, well, this saves people the 10 minutes to drive to the Providence Station. I mean, yeah, and I'm so tired of hearing about economic development. So they're going to have the train station, uh, which is, yeah, let me ask you, Wickford train station, Wickford Junction? How much economic development did that create around there? I I have used the Wickford Junction train station. You can't even get a cup of coffee there. You can't get a soda there. There's no, it's going to create, it didn't create, the only thing it was useful for was the COVID testing, essentially it. There's a Staples there, has nothing to do with the train station. There's a Walmart there, has nothing to do with the train station. So this business of somehow, oh, you know, this is just going to really generate interest by having a train there. So you're going to have the most expensive soccer stadium, minor league soccer stadium in the country, 150 to $200 million minor league soccer stadium, even though you could drive less than 20 minutes up the road and go to a Division I New England Revolution game at Foxborough Stadium Gillette. But McKee is joining coalition. Show support, equality in abortion coverage. This, this is absolutely ridiculous. They're gonna mar- are they gonna rally at the state house on Tuesday. It's gonna serve as a call to lawmakers. I'm gonna play the words of State Senator Jessica de la Cruz in in just a moment. But here's the real thing that that is out there. And this is the reason <clears throat> I want to just explain why. There's big news in business today, because Lego, which is a Fortune 500 company, which is a worldwide company, Lego, they're leaving Connecticut. They're leaving their headquarters in Connecticut. Now, they're leaving their office in Connecticut, and where are they moving to? I mean, is there anything that shows the current state of affairs in the state more than Lego literally drove through Rhode Island and is setting up headquarters in Boston? I mean, is there anything that just shows that? And the thing that's significant about it is... By the way, I'm just saying this. Mike Pence discovered classified documents in his home. <laughs> this is becoming like a club. Boy, you're no know one unless you have classified documents in your home. What is it with these guys? I I, I it, unless they need to change the definition of classified documents. But I this this is important. Lego, th- there's no mention of this of Governor DePree. Excuse me, have Governor McKee. I confuse the two. Here's what I, I want you to understand, though. At 1218 on this Tuesday. <clears throat> Anyone listening right now, if you've ever worked in sales, right? It's one thing if you lose out. A competitor goes with someone else. That can happen. That is the nature of the game. Happens every day. You know, got to pick yourself up. But what is unacceptable... What is unacceptable, if you if, is if you if you didn't know the business was up, right? The big question, right now, wherever whatever form of sales, and I know a lot of people in sales listen to the show because they're on the road. Whenever a big buy is made, the big question a sales manager will ask is, did we pitch it? Did we get our you know turn it bad? Did we know about it? The worst case scenario is whatever happened, whoever made a large purchase. And the individual in sales didn't even know about it. Well, in this situation, Governor McKee is not talking about the Lego situation. So it it leads us to believe, you know, you can imagine, as he's actually think it's an accomplishment to move our sales tax from 7% to 6.85%. Let's go back in time, was 2015, it was then new governor, Gina Raimondo, and they pitched... The GE business. GE was leaving Connecticut, going to Boston. Ramondo made a strong impression. Ramondo made a strong run at them. Ramondo had this dinner with her people, with the GE people. It was a dinner at, I believe it was Baccaro, <clears throat> along the waterfront in Providence. They brought Senator Reed to the dinner. Alorza was allowed to join for dessert. But the basic message from the Ramundo people is, what is it going to take for us to get? We want you to relocate here. Okay, at least they got to turn it back. Now, they heard back, your, your city schools are a mess. For us to consider it, you got to clean up your Providence schools. <clears throat> Has that been done? The answer is no. The answer is no. But a big question is, did McKee and his people even know about it? What do you have these people on the payroll for? If you have Lego, now, what does Rhode Island have that could be comparable to that? Hasbro. Hasbro still based in Rhode Island. So you have an opportunity to pitch Lego of like, hey, listen, we're going to—that's going to be our niche. Rhode Island's going to be the place where Hasbro is here— and Lego is here. As a result of that, we're gonna recruit and we're gonna set up initiatives for all your employees and people you're trying to attract. And we're just gonna have this hub of innovation for people that want in that industry. Now, I, I don't I'm not claiming to be an expert in that industry, but I'm willing to bet that there's some crossover with people that, you know, possibly may work for Hasbro and end up working for Lego, or conversely, or just some it's all kind of under the same tent, so to speak. So, But to not even pitch the business, not even mention it. You know, they're, they're at the blanking train station yesterday, as if this is like 1830. And the town is so excited because the rail railroad is going to come through. I mean, it's it's embarrassing is what it is. <clears throat> it's not innovative. It's not even like, you know, as I said, Amazon's doing drone deliveries. The train... A train they're all excited about about a new train station? Is there anything innovative of that? This reminds me of Chafee came into office, Governor Gump, who's a total dumbbell, and all he was preaching about was, we're going to do meds and ads. We're going to duplicate what they do in Silicon Valley. We're going to duplicate what they do in Cambridge. We're going to do meds and eds, meaning we're going to focus on healthcare and also Education, healthcare, technology, and so forth. <clears throat> and the biggest example of that was that the, the Chafee was totally asleep at the switch. And there's no excuse for that. There has to be accountability. In the private sector, someone would lose their job over that. Doesn't happen. Doesn't happen in politics, but they should. But CVS announced They were opening a full brand new division dedicated to, quote, meds and eds, and they were opening it in Boston. And more importantly, Chafee and his team did not even know (laughs) that CVS was doing it. Again, we're just talking about, did you at least get three swings, right? That's the whole thing. You just want to, I got at least pitch about it. You have to at least know what's happening one thing to lose it's another thing you know in football you're watching it's called blown coverage once in a while the defense is so off that somebody in the offense ends up wide open right blown coverage there's no one around whatever the play was the zone pulled in towards the line and then tony romo look at this he jots out of the back goes there all alone on the other side. Wide open, blown coverage, boom, touchdown. No excuse for that. So Governor McKee, Charles Engel, as they're celebrating, look how glorious this is. We now have a train station five minutes from Attleboro (laughs) in Pawtucket and Central Falls. So the illegals can take the train for free to go to our soccer stadium where we're going to hand out free tickets. All of this is going on as Lego is literally driving through the state to go to Massachusetts to now set up shop there. Now, again, that's obviously a huge loss for for Connecticut. But why not? You couldn't pitch that? Couldn't sell it? Did you know about it? That would be my question. Nothing. No comment on that. Governor McKee. Governor McKee, as Justin Katz and I illustrate every Monday, he, I, I just don't recall ever, we well, maybe Chafee, but whether we've ever had anyone that was just so completely tone deaf on actually trying to attract business. Central Falls, Pawtucket. The only thing that was missing there was a representative like the mayor. They should have invited the mayor of Boston saying we really want to thank the Rhode Island officials. It's going to make it that much easier for your residents to commute and work here in, in the Boston area. God forbid you actually set up shop and the people don't have to commute to Boston. But as we've talked about, folks, when you align yourself with the unions and the special interests, when you buy them off, if Governor Dan McKee if he had not been, if this had just been a clean slate, meaning if, let's just say Ramundo didn't leave and she was still governor, which means he would have finished his term as lieutenant governor. There's no way. He, there's no way he would have won. The only way he won was as governor, because Ramundo Gina left, was buying off the special interest. How bad did it get? State workers, his $3,000, appreciate your vote. The worst to me is still the Rhode Island State Police. Here's $3,000 if you'll wear your body cam, which makes no sense at all. Even with that said, he lost primary day to Helena folks. He has no vision. They have no instinct on business at all. And the thing about, you know, I I remember a, a CEO telling me that, when they were around Chafee, they, they just could get the vibe. The guy was, he's never really worked a day in his life other than shoeing horses. <clears throat> he was probably most, com- where he was most comfortable, right? Positioned right at the backside of the horse. They could smell. He just wasn't a business guy. He didn't have a business mind. He didn't think that way. And McKee and his crew are, they're, they're, they're basically the same way. Their job, their idea, their concept, Governor McKee, their concept of economic development is hiring more state workers. I mean, as pathetic as that sounds. And what I also, it, to not even pitch Lego, to not even know they were thinking of leaving, that somebody should be held accountable. And, and the guy that probably, I don't know how far back this goes, But the guy that probably should have known without knowing all the details is Stefan Pryor, who he was the commerce guy, right? He resigned. He lost, ran for general treasurer. Now they have him running. How is he? Now he's being rewarded. He got the housing job, czar, whatever that is, which means he just has to take all this nonsense from all the homeless advocates. But for Lego to look at the Rhode Island landscape landscape and say, not business friendly. Keep in mind also, I am hearing, Lego wanted nothing to do. Would you want to sit down with a guy who's the current subject of an FBI probe in the form of Governor McKee? The answer is no. Notice he doesn't mention that. Maybe the Lego people don't want to be subpoenaed. Maybe they don't want to be sitting in a room with a guy who could be wired or that the feds are watching. Don't don't ever think that that doesn't come into play. Honest business people have no interest to want to be around someone that right now is the target of an ongoing FBI probe. And he can get upset about that. And it's just coming in right now, though. A lawyer for former Vice President Mike Pence discovered a dozen documents marked as classified at his Indiana home last week, turned those classified records over to the FBI. That's disgraceful. That is absolutely unacceptable. I don't know when that became acceptable. Ludicrous is what it is. Um, But I want to stay on track here. This Lego thing, the the McKee people are going to try to dismiss it. But who could have lured Lego here? Who would have made a strong pitch? Helena folks, Helena folks could have now. I mean, I guess I, I don't know how Ashley Kalis would have done because Ashley Kalis basically has become invisible since, she, I mean, she was really last seen election night. I think she did one print interview. Not that I, I, I don't see any value in that, by the way. I don't see any value. I mean, I don't, I want people to know that if she comes out now, and we're doing it and I have nothing against her. I got to know her a little bit on the trail. She had nice people working with her, but but Helena folks, I would argue, certainly could have made probably the strongest presentation to Lego. I want you to, I'm asking you to relocate here. You know, here's what we'll do, and and that 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 is a game change situation, right? That's a game change situation when you could lure a Fortune 500 company and turn the state into Hasbro was there, Lego was there, <clears throat> Rhode Island School of Design, Brown Universities. Then you have the other colleges, Providence College, URI, J&W, Roger Williams. Now now you're getting somewhere. Now you have a niche. Now you have a hub. You know, what, that was, I mean, think of that. They actually had to travel through the state to get to their new headquarters. In Boston, that's embarrassing. But who did the governor send, right? Who did he send, Eva? Eva, hang up on them if they're not going to move here. Eva, hang up on them. What? Yeah, the governor at Ireland met, called. He wants a meeting. Oh, the guy that's under the FBI probe? Hard pass. We don't need that. Who needs that? They don't need that. Helena, folks... Hey, listen, I know what it's like, and I'm just paraphrasing that she could have. I know what it's like to run a large company. I ran CVS. Here's what we can offer. I get it. Boston seems attractive. Here's what we're going to do to make it that much more attractive. But in order to do that, like I said, GE was, they were, that was a real red flag warning sign. They even gave feedback. That GE told the Raimundo people, a lot of our employers, employees, excuse me, of GE, they're gonna want to live in the capital city, they're gonna want to live in Providence, and they want to send their kids to the public schools. And that's not even an option. As a matter of fact, in the GE pitch, when it comes to schools, because then they're pitching, you know, proximity to the ocean, country clubs, whatever, quality of life issues. And they in the GE pitch, the Raimundo people said. And your children can attend their choice of Moses Brown or Wheeler or LaSalle Academy or Bishop (laughs) Hendrickson. Totally left out the public schools. What does that tell you? What has Governor McKee done to try to improve the popular schools? Well, I'm going to go to Mayor Lorza. Mayor Jorge Elorza, who has now left office, he summed it up. And said he rolled over and gave them exactly what they wanted with no changes, no contract changes. He folded like a, you know, like a cheap tent. Folded like a tent. Completely. No backbone. Oh, okay. I'll give you exactly what you want. Plus, I'll give you a $3,000 bonus if you'll sign this. I mean, it was ludicrous. The union people were laughing about it. So then you're stuck with that. A guy that thinks it's a major accomplishment to open all things a train station. And I, I just say that as is that really like a game, you know? I mean, the Providence station is 10 minutes away. The I get it. It's in Massachusetts, not Rhode Island. But that's going to create economic development for what? Another Dunkin' Donuts? For a newspaper stand? I. I Folks, this portion of the program, the John DiPietro Show, is brought Propane Plus. Call them today, 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. Propane Plus, heating and cooling. Remember, online at propaneplus.com, you just type in your zip code, residential or commercial. It's Propane Plus. Call them today. I implore you, if you depend on propane, you can depend on propane plus three generations they know their business i'll tell you this about propane plus this is the type of company you want to do business with heating and cooling propane plus 401-885-4209 or 508-252-3359 for propane plus well folks at 1234 good afternoon you're listening to the john DePietro show it's am 1380 and ninety nine point nine fm you know, I'm, I'm starting to think that may, maybe it wouldn't be a bad thing if if Governor McKee was indicted by the FBI and then was forced to resign. Because at least then, you know, I, I don't know um, that well Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos, but you have to start to recognize that, I mean, I, I just don't think it could... Could it, could it really get any worse than it is right now? I also, right now, at 1235, I'm seeing that the South Kingstown Police Department is mourning the loss. He passed away, retired police chief, Vin Vespia. passed away this morning, age 84, served in the Army. Vinny Vespia, I knew him, a friend of mine, I've had him on the guest on the air. He joined Rhode Island State Police 1959, very aggressively went after organized crime. He was the South Kingstown Police Chief 1981, served for 35 years. He, um, I also know his uh, daughter, Rhonda, so I know the chief. Really, really good guy, Vin Vesbia. I'm sorry to see that. Um, hmm. Well, well again Vin Vespi. if you know him he's uh, I've had many many conversations with him over the years and then I also got to know his uh, his daughter Rhonda so Vin Vespia has passed away really really terrific terrific guy for those of you're anyone in law enforcement uh, knew him he also had been friendly with uh, he had a, a there's a funny story about Vinny Vespia with, um, with uh, Buddy Sancy. He was very friendly with Buddy Sancy, And I don't want to... Um... <laughs> I'm telling you, yesterday was so exciting. I emerged from my one-room schoolhouse. The clickety-clack on the track, the steam, the whistle... Just then, Dr. Quinn, medicine woman, walked into the school. A child was kicked in the head by a horse. I mean, it's embarrassing. A train station? God almighty. I mean, it's... What is this? It's Little House on the Prairie. That's like an episode of The Waltons. That's basically what Governor McKee... With Governor McKee, this is... Rhode Island is... Talk about... Oh, yeah, we're really on the cutting edge. What's next? We're gonna get down to the movie house. We're gonna go to uh, Henderson's hardware store and look at the TV through the window. I mean, th- this is a, a, a train station, and and I can't get over how they they still go on with this whole thing of it's gonna encourage, you know, economic um, development. When uh, like they have the nerve of that. Now, again, the, the local, a lot of the local reporters took the train and, you know, they were all think it's like a, a big deal. But I, I mean, is that that look at I'm, I'm going to go back to look at Wickford Junction, that that, that, that garage could hold thirty five hundred cars. If you went there right now. Maybe nine, maybe nine total joke. But let me just finish this Vin Vespia story. I think I know the story. Um, he told this. I want to just. Um, I want to get it right. Only because he, he told a story that. I want to make sure I get it right. Um. Uh, they became close friends. He was a state police detective. They worked together in a case. Um, let's see. I'll, I'll just read this for a moment. So uh, I, they, I think they were, they were, uh, all right, I want to just go through this a little bit because it's pretty good. They knew, parents knew each other. I didn't know that. State Police Detective, Cancey was prosecutor Attorney General's office. 1971, he's acting police chief in Coventry. Cancey was at Attorney General's office. They would routinely meet for dinner a few nights a week. They met late after work at the old canteen. Um, I remember he told me, "I'm thinking of running for mayor against Joe Dolly, but I also want to buy a boat." Now that was terminology. A boat to buddy was a yacht. He wasn't going to buy a skiff. C.N.C. drew a line down the middle of the tablecloth of the pen Vespi had given him. They drew up the cost of owning a yacht on one side of the tablecloth. The slip, the insurance, crew, maintenance. On the other side, how much would you launch a political campaign? We added up it was cheaper to run the mayor than buy a boat. <clears throat> um, let's see. 74 C.N.C. Republican defeated Dorley. I remember that uh grew strong best man at each other's weddings I didn't re- I didn't know that I didn't remember that I should say uh Vespier remembers the day Cianci called him he and his wife were painting their house told him to get to the city hall right away the mayor introduced Vespia to president Gerald Ford who was in town for the mayor's fundraiser Cianci would talk to Vespia on his visions for the Providence Police Department hiring a new police chief uh, Vespia had already applied for the chief's job in South Kingstown um, one of the smartest moves I ever made was going to res- resist going to Providence he got that right he he told this story that they were out of town I think they were down in the Dominican Republic and they Vespia didn't Realize they went out for a drink and um, I hope I tell this right alright let me go to this uh, I think an excerpt from his book um, and again I'm doing this just because Vin Vespi has passed away uh, where's the line they were out of town And somehow they stumbled into a brothel. And all of a sudden they were there having a drink and then Vespius says, hey, wait a minute. I I think we're in a brothel. And Cianci then said, now I know I don't have you as the head of my detectives or something to that accord. I'll, I'll find it. I know I'm trying to find it in real time. But um, but it was a it was a good story. I'm I'm just scrolling through his um, some part of his book right now. I also I had Vin Vin Vespia, Chief Vespia at the time on when um, oh I didn't realize that Jerry's era. Oh okay. I, um, I had him on with the whole Sea, when C was going to get out of prison. So you go back to, I, I uh, had reached out to Vin Vespia about when they caught Woodmancy, who killed Jason Foreman. And I had Vin Vespia on, and he we were talking about Woodmancy. And someone that I knew, who was a good friend of mine said that that Woodmancy had gone to URI and when they were doing a play, they they believed that he had um, that he had actually and I hate it's so gruesome, but used some of the for the set they had bones. And I, I hate to say that, but I I'm pretty sure that the word was that he had actually used some of the foreman bones for that but that's when right after i had been vespion was Gen- when john foreman called in to the show and um, and i had checked with him the ne- the day before and he wasn't sure and then he he said live on the air that if if that if you let if if michael woodmansee gets out of prison i i am taking him out and that that, that rocketed it was a national national story and and John Foreman went underground for a lo, for about a week and um, and then he um, so that that was an exclusive for a long time I didn't realize that uh, in the Sany book he wrote extensively about Vin Vespia. so I'll have to um find it i keep thinking that if i keep scrolling here i'm gonna find it but it was a good story that uh i think the two of them used to talk about and i think they were in the dominican republic maybe and that's where that came down so anyhow well, all right i'll find it all right twelve forty-five. i apologize folks but uh condolence vin vespia again i'll have uh, more on that great great man and a legend in, in law enforcement. And I I think of, at 12.45, I also want to highlight, like it's not lost on me, and I'm sorry that took so long, folks. Again, at 12.45, you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. <clears throat> when um, Chief SP of south of South Kingstown, I, I, you know, I had a cell phone. I, I could pick it up, get a hold of him, ask him a question. Is this something, you know, I could look into, investigate, blah, blah, blah. I come back to the Carbuncle Pond Coventry thing. You know, the Rhode Island State Police, they found a body in the pond a month ago, and they haven't released one statement. And I, by the way, I still see some people put, everyone, just be quiet, let them do their job. Well, <clears throat> that's not the world we're living in right now. And no one, no one is saying they can't do their job by providing a little information to the public. This portion of the John DePietro Show, folks, it's brought to you by Limitless Outdoors. Remember their slogan, Limitless Outdoors, which is dream, build, enjoy. Call them today, free quote, 401-580-1852. 401-580-1852, Limitless Outdoors. They specialize in patios, walkways, steps, outdoor kitchens, landscape lighting. Retaining walls, lawn installations, excavation. They also they'll update your indoor fireplace, or maybe you want an outdoor fireplace. More people are realizing they want to enjoy their property, and really upgrade their property. Maybe with a nice outdoor kitchen or patio. Limitless Outdoors. Call them today, 401-580-1852. and you can also find them online. They're based in Smithfield. Limitless Outdoors RI. Com. So the Pence story that is breaking, that's obviously big. Um, I, I don't know. It does I mean, does Obama have this? Here's just some headlines. Trump now leads Biden in hypothetical matchup. Now Pence finds classified documents. Whew. Judge to hold hearing over the Georgia Green jury report. Um... Let's see. Hmm. California weighs wealth tax against people who leave the state. Would hit 160 billionaires. 223,000 ultra-millionaires. California is doing whatever they possibly can to try to come up with some revenue for all the people that are flooding out of there. Now, I mentioned the Pawtucket police officer, Dolan. He has taken the stand. So I want to hear, I just want to hear, I did, He's gonna the the the, the, the would the prosecutors get him? He's he's gonna be on the stand. I think that you know I, I'll be in court for that later today. All right. But so you know so the the prosecution. All right, here we go. This is the Channel 10 story. Randall
1: Dolan has taken the stand today in his own trial. He's being accused of shooting a teenage driver after he sped past him on i nInety five. NBC 10's Joanna Boris is outside Kent County Court, but you got Joanna.
2: Barb Dolan appears anxious. He keeps answering his attorney's questions before he even finishes them. Now on June 23rd 2021, he says he was driving home on I-95 when a black Audi sped past him, weaving in and out of traffic. Dolan says when he gets off his typical ad- exit, he spots the car and follows it into Wicked Good Pizza in West Greenwich to observe the driver, Dominic Vincent. He says he wanted to see if the driver was impaired or just a kid goofing around. He says he gets out and flashes his badge in an open palm. He says the Audi then reverses as he follows it, yelling at Vincent to stop. His attorney asked him why he persisted on talking to the driver.
1: My conscience would get the best of me if I had turned on the news the next morning and heard, read, heard, uh, heard about a black Audi smashed with dead teenagers inside. I couldn't live with myself.
2: I'll get into more of Dolan's testimony tonight as he gets into the details of the shooting. Live in Warwick, Joanna Boris, NBC10 News.
0: Now, where that's a problem is he easily could have called the state police. He was off duty. The individual did not have a weapon. Let's just examine that for a moment. My, my conscience if I turned on the news and there were dead teenagers, I couldn't live with myself. So your solution is, it was one of two things, somebody impaired... Or some kids goofing off. So they weren't impaired. Your solution was to shoot the driver. I I mean, it just, I'm sorry, it doesn't, it just doesn't stand up. There's, that's the, that's what you came up with. So I, I mean, I, I, I am very anxious, folks, and I will cover it. Um, the prosecutors are going to have, I think, a field day with him. He also claimed he got out. He called 911 and said, you know, I get out of the car. And I had my police shirt on. When you see it, the police shirt he was wearing, there's like a logo. But it's not like a traditional police shirt. It just looks like a T-shirt. It even has something at the top that I, I again, the, the reason he's on the stand is this is the only shot he has. So to speak, I don't mean to use the word shop, but his his best opportunity to try to get out of this. I think that's interesting that he's very eager because there's gonna be a difference. This guy is known to have a hothead. Now he's gonna need to try to keep his composure. The prosecutors are gonna try to get under his skin. So he still has not it, it just, it doesn't stand a reason. You're driving home, you're off duty. He has, he has an open container in the car. He has a beer. He said he took one sip. How many people, you're going to drive Pawtucket to that area, and you're going to just take one sip of beer as you're, I, I, I mean, I don't get that. Maybe we're going to learn more. Saw them speeding, followed them. He, he I want to hear that again, actually. He, he, he came darting out of the truck immediately with the badge. And then he got mad, he got angry, and snapped when they started to pull away. So I think um, he made, you know, and I want to see it firsthand. I don't think the, the jurors are going to see a change, in I think, in his demeanor. Like with his own attorney, which I get, Officer Dolan, he seems eager. He's quick with the answers. But how's he going to be with the prosecutors when they, they start to cross-examine him? I think it's going to be a, a different type of witness on the scene. He, he didn't want to see the driver. He came darting out of his truck with the badge in a T-shirt. And went after them with the gun. Let me hear this again.
2: He asked him why he persisted on talking to the driver.
0: My conscience would get
1: the best of me if I had turned on the news the next morning and heard, read, heard, uh, heard about a black Audi smashed with dead teenagers inside.
0: I, I couldn't live with myself. You know, I want to, um, again, he was off-duty. He, Here's what could have happened. Off-duty, protective police officer. When he shot the driver, and he did shoot the driver, he jumped on the side. He's now out of the way. The driver could go past him to the left. He takes out his gun and shoots through the driver's window and strikes the arm of the driver. The driver could have sped off. He's got two passengers in the car plus himself, and run head into a car coming the opposite direction of Neustick Hill Road. And who knows who could have been in that. They could have had a family of four in that. So I couldn't live with myself. The driver's there. It's some kids. They don't seem to be impaired. Um, you take a picture of the plate video and call it in. Call the state police. I'm an officer. Here's the plate. I I, I couldn't live with myself. So therefore, I mean, it, it kind of sounds like we needed to burn the village down to save it. I mean, that's the way it sounds. So now we'll see how the prosecutors are. As I have said at 1255, I, I think he's in trouble. And you never know until you're there. That witness of the man, I know what I saw he came around and that's when he pulled up pulled out the gun and shot once. And in the 911 call that they played in court, Officer Dolan said, "Yeah, you know, I was in my police shirt and the guy was coming at me. It, it's not really a police shirt. It's not. It was it was a t-shirt that had the um the logo, but there's other stuff written on it." I was looking at it last night and you you can't I you I wouldn't look at that and say, oh, okay, that must be a police officer. He's he's a guy in a white t shirt, in a white truck, who the kids are like freaking out. I I, I don't I don't um I don't that, 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 that doesn't stand a reason. It just doesn't. And again, I also wanna be very clear. Listen, the, you know, the news, they, they only give a short amount of time for these stories. I, I still believe that it, it, it's so unfair with our court system how they deny people the right to see these see the coverage of these trials. As I've said in the past, I think many people would find them interesting, especially like right now. And there's nothing on television to watch and um and and this is it's pretty compelling but yeah the the jury heard him call the the 911 call i just want to see that i don't know why i can't find it but i i did i did see the um the picture that they showed of him and uh, that is not a police shirt. That That is not a, um, the police shirt. So who posted, I just shot a kid? He even says, I shot a kid. Court hears the 911 call. I shot a kid. He knew right away he had shot a kid. So, Wow. I hadn't uh, seen that boy the damage inside the car it's so frightening that they showed but he that picture of him when he got out you you can't wow the inside of the car well just what you would think with a bullet coming through i also want to give credit to that the man that held his... Let me hear this a little bit. Saw
1: what happened, oh, this was maybe over the weekend. 12 News reporter Alexandra Leslie was in court all day and joins us now live from Warwick. Alex? Well, in that car, a father, his daughter, and daughter's girlfriend witnessed this event unfold a year and a half ago. They all took the stand and explained what they saw from their point of view. Timing is everything.
0: Right there.
1: That's you. Yeah. That's James Linden pointing out his Subaru. His car passes by when Dominic Vincent's black Audi gets out of a West Greenwich Pizza Place parking lot. He says he witnessed a man, Daniel Dolan, take out a gun. He says he heard it fire one shot.
0: I didn't know if whoever had the gun would stop shooting at the car, and I'm pretty much right in the range of getting hit, so I pretty much took off pretty quick after that.
1: In the car, Sierra Linden is in the passenger seat. She explains what happens when Dolan gets in front of Vincent's Audi.
0: I saw him put his hands on the hood of the car. The car had stopped when he (coughs) put his hands on the front of the car.
1: Sierra's girlfriend, Katie, was sitting in the back seat on the driver's side. She admits she ducked when she saw the gun and that what she saw of the incident was a matter of seconds.
0: At the moment you saw him draw the gun, yes. you thought, your own impression was the man was going to get hit by the car. True. I thought the man might get hit by the car when I saw him running towards the front of the car. Not, okay. when I- Not that. All right, folks, we're back. Much more on the other side. Let's break for the 1 o'clock news. Another hour to go of the John DiPietro Show.